one of the ones that does this. This meeting is being recorded. <laughs> yeah, it's, you're right, Mary. You gotta always look at it and see, um, you know, how do the current conditions affect my decision? What should someone like me do in a market like this? And um, it's changing a lot. It's gonna change a lot in 2022. This is just a larger picture of the same uh, chart. Okay, I thought this was interesting. Has anyone sold a home to a, you know, a two-generation family or multiple-generation family? You know, parents taking care of an elderly, adults taking care of an elderly parent, kids moving back in. Multi-generational communities are one of the solutions to affordable housing. Um, what was the name I saw the other day? Uh, is you know still picking on millennials and said, oh, he actually does have an apartment. He has a whole basement at his parents' house. I can't wait to go out with him. You know, making fun of people living in basement with their parents. Um, people can't find places to live. The apartments, they're too expensive. So multi-generational communities, we've talked about this for a long time, but until this pandemic occurred, it hasn't been really that popular because guess what? It's hard to take care of people when they're far away. Mom and dad are over there. I can't care for them. Um, kids are moving back. This is a graph that shows the new homes built Per thousand Americans. And it goes back to 19, let's just say 60, so it's 1959. So new homes, 2006, obviously we had a major recession. And what, what do you pick up from the housing recession in the early 2000s to today? What has not occurred? Yeah, we haven't even made it back to like normal. So many builders went out of business, they never got back in, they just quit. We have to, where it's a shortage of skilled labor. Um, even the big the big home builders, Toll Brothers, um, Holty, they can't account for the entire new home market. Y'all probably knew lots of people that maybe built five, 10, 15 homes a year. People are gone. You're either a big box builder and mass scale, or you're just doing custom jobs. So we aren't even coming close to producing the amount of new homes annually that our population demands, which is why there's so much pressure on the resale market, right? Y'all look at some of these homes and oh my gosh, that home is $180 a square foot. So three years ago, they were getting 125 in that neighborhood, barely. Look, y'all, the house across the street from me, I was shocked what it just sold for. It's half brick, half vinyl siding. It sold for $280,000. Doesn't even have a garage. Now, I know I've brought up the value of the neighborhood. I understand my Christmas lights and seasonal decorations. But when you look at North Columbus, where are you gonna find a decent yard, a 
house, it, it had been renovated, but there's just not any choices, which is why in 2022, we're still gonna be seeing multiple offers on homes. There's not enough new construction available and the resale market is still going to receive a lot of pressure. And um, we think there's gonna be not, what did we say last week, there's about 14% appreciation in home values in Muskogee County. It'll probably be you know, between 10 and 14. Not as much in 2021, but we still think that you're going to see double digits appreciation and home value on the resale. So if that occurs, if I bought a house in the last 12 months, is it possible I could sell it for a profit in 2022? Very much so. Here's one thing you have to think about, though. Need versus want, right? Rates are going up, home values are gonna be appreciating. Do I want to buy a home or do I need to buy a home? Because if you need to buy a home and these things are gonna be happening, are happening in 2022, how much negotiating power do you really have? Not much, right? So how do you compete in this market? You you compete by helping your clients understand what the odds are that they're going to be able to, to own a home in 2022. Help them get them in touch with a good lender. Help them understand their finances. You know, they may need to stay in this house for 10 years, right? We could still have more appreciation in the next couple of years. Maybe it slows down some. I don't think we'll see double-digit appreciation in 2023, but it's still going to be healthy because this is going to take a long time to recover from. Um, it's years before we start 3D printing homes and building them on factories and assembling them on site, you know, like Christmas presents. I mean, eventually modular construction will be very, very attractive. The Mobile homes they build now are nothing like the ones I lived in college. And the one I lived in college, who I had skylights and a garden tub and mirrors in my bathroom. I thought I was, I thought I was living strong. Carpet in the bathrooms. Now the sheetrock was a, was was like painted on. I think the sheetrock was painted on. It wasn't even a panel of sheetrock. So the point is. New construction prices are still going to increase. We're not even going to get into cost of materials. Um, but you can just see from this one graph that we're way behind on new home inventory. Now, this doesn't get a whole lot of attention like it used to. This is still the standard, the Case-Shiller Index. Does anybody know what this index is? It's, it's value, you know, it's market value. So national, and they do composites. We're looking at this yellow line and it goes year over year. So January to January, this is the appreciation and home values, okay? So this line, January 21, 10% through what it went up 
another 5% through the middle of the year. You know, and we talked about 14% last week. So the national average topped out at 20% rolling into 2022. A major event would have to happen to, you know, just to get back down to 10% appreciation in 2022. Does everybody understand that? We're on a national level, you're going to see double digit appreciation at least in home values. In the Columbus market and the East Alabama market, did Phoenix City outpace Columbus last year? Something to think about, y'all. If you're not licensed in Alabama, maybe you should be. There's a lot of opportunity over there. And they're building new homes. Okay? So how has the pandemic changed real estate? We talked about this last year. People were still, you know, moving to some of the suburbs if they can find space. Working from home, we thought that's just going to be permanent now. Some people are never going to go back to the corporate headquarters. And they're thrilled about that. This started happening a little bit last year. It's really ramping up in metro areas now. I, I know a developer in Atlanta who is converting an office building in Midtown Atlanta into apartments. Not condos, into apartments. So um, I don't think you'll see, you know, big, we don't have a lot of big office buildings here. Um, low interest rates are going to drop, are going to, uh, supposed to, I didn't change that. Increasing interest, rising interest rates, I think will drive down high-end home sales. How many people in 2021 bought their dream home? Now, oh my gosh, two and a half percent, three percent. I was at a five hundred thousand dollar level. I can now afford seven seven fifty. Rates go up, values go up. That six hundred thousand dollar house is now, you know, close to seven. That's gonna. I'm going to pull back. Maybe I'm not going to buy this big home anymore. I'm not cutting my own grass in a $700,000 house, but I may have to if I can't afford to pay someone to do it. Um, you know what? I forgot to take up this slide. That's a totally wrong slide. I apologize. This is what I want to get to. Criteria for home buyers. What are they looking for in 2022? This was number one last year. Uh, did y'all hear a lot of people say they wanted large outdoor space? Okay. They want a dedicated home office classroom. My kids are, I don't even know if they're Zooming, but they're at home. This is a new one. Mental health wellness space. Okay, I'm at home. Gyms are closing down. The yoga studio is at, is at a reduced capacity. Um, I don't have this space, so where can I go in my home and where can I relax? Where can I shut the door and mom or dad needs five minutes, an hour <clears throat> myself? Um, I think you're going to see this come up, whereas maybe not so much as a playroom, but more of a workout room, adult room, mental health space. Um, don't have garages or off of Wallace. 
Yeah. There's not enough garages in this town, I don't understand. There's no garages. Yep. People use their garage to park cars and they store stuff. So you see all these storage facilities opening up and they're at maximum occupancy. It's crazy. What, what, why do we have all this stuff? I don't know. That's another, that's another debate. Class speed internet. Remember last year we talked about the difference between, can anybody tell me the difference between bandwidth and broadband? Roy, you're a tech expert now. <laughs> so I'm putting you on the spot. Uh, it's just uh, a wider spectrum for more people to have access to. So has anybody asked, did any buyers ask y'all about how, how good is the internet here? How do you answer that? On the provider level. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, put it on them. Okay. But the internet speed, it's a measure of how fast information is transferred, right? That's your, that's what? That's your broadband. It's how fast things are moving. So broadband refers to the range of frequencies or band. Do you have, what do you see the sign for? HughesNet, which is satellite. Elon Musk's company is a space link. Uh, he has satellite internet. Um, so satellite, DSL, cable, fiber. Broadband <laughs> is the frequency or the speed. Because I can have fiber, I can have super fast internet, but not a lot of bandwidth, which is the amount of data. So be really careful. You're right, Mary. Don't get into those discussions. Have them call the provider. They can give the address. But you need to know if someone's trying to tell you, oh yeah, we've got, oh yeah, we've got great internet. We've got broadband. Well, that's like saying, um, what kind of uh, Kleenex do you have here? Oh yeah, we've got tissue paper. It's, we've got tissue paper from Sam's that feels like cardboard. It's not Kleenex with the aloe that also moistens and salt, whatever. People don't know what broadband means. You need to know the difference. Broadband is the speed. Bandwidth is the amount. How much internet do I want? Everybody's got broadband. You got internet, you have a broadband. It's just how fast is it? Um, so do you want to identify who the providers are in your MLS listing? Maybe you should. Be careful though. You need to have information to confirm that they are available. How about if those were added as part of the seller's disclosure? You could certainly disclose what, what the seller what they have. Absolutely. That, that would be a safe bet. You can include a copy of the bill and it'll say, you know, ATT, Mediacom, this. I mean, that would that would be a safe play for sure. I would not give them a whole list, but I would certainly state current the seller currently has cable. DSL, 250 meg a month, whatever the amount is, the, the bandwidth. Um, let someone else misinterpret that because people have different opinions of it. But it's important. So the theme we're caring for this year is efficient. And according to Webster's Dictionary, efficient means achieving maximum productivity with minimum wasted effort or expense. Working in a well 
organized and competent way. So I'd like for y'all to take out, this will take just two minutes. Take out a piece of paper and, and write this down. Would you like to generate the same revenue or gross commission in 2022 with less effort? Most of you are going to probably put a yes. Same or more, okay? So if you want, if you want to be more efficient and generate the same income with less effort than you had to expend in 2021, what's one thing you could work on next week that would increase your efficiency? What's one thing? Maybe it's waking up 30 minutes earlier, going to bed 30 minutes earlier, not checking social media before nine. There could be a lot of things. Just pick one thing, something really, really simple. And then I want you to write down, what's one thing you could work on this quarter that would increase your efficiency? Do you, could it help you if you automated some of your communication with your clients by learning how to use your contact management system? Or take a step back, maybe you just want to write out each month how you want to communicate with people and put it on your calendar. February is a call. March is email. April is a note. Maybe you just want to have a hard copy. But what could you work on this quarter that would increase your efficiency in 2022? And then think about, are there any obstacles that would prevent you from being able to do this? And by obstacles, I mean, is it, do you lack the skill to know how to use your contact management system? Is there an area where you need help in learning how to time block? If there's, if it's a skill, where could you find information? Come to a class, talk to Alan, Steve, or myself. Or is it a, is it a lack of desire? Like, I don't want to do any of this. I'm tired. I don't want to sit down and try to figure this out. But if you, if you want to generate the same or more income with less effort, be thinking about the rest of this week. What's something I could work on next week? What's something I could work on this quarter? And what do I need to do to make that happen? Do I need to focus on maybe a skill? Or do I need to get in the right mindset to make that happen? You've got plenty of time to do this, y'all. Do you think agents at other companies are going to be just trying to repeat what they did in 2022? Do you think they're going to be trying to do things differently? But most of, them are, most of them are just going to continue to react to the market. If everything that we just covered, if most of it comes true, the market is going to behave very similar to 2021. 
Can you can we control any of that? Can I go back and show you? Can I, I don't work for the Fed that you're aware of. I don't control interest rates. Uh, I'm not a builder. I don't build homes. This is the only thing y'all can control. It's how you react to what's going to go on in 2022. It's going to be a lot like 2021, except you've already been through 2021. So you know what this market's going to be like. And you did it. You're here. And some of y'all had your best year ever, which is awesome. Now, I realize maybe some of us wanted to crawl into the wellness space at our home a lot um, and just take a break or what? You've got to do things to recharge, right? So in 2021 was a year of reaction. We we're doing as much business as we could. We take it while we can get it, and we're going to deal with the fallout later. 2022 is about being proactive. I can't talk in the same. Being proactive and adjusting your business plan on how you can manage the business that you have now and the business you're going to do in 2022. It doesn't require much change at all. Just some little things, y'all. So think about those little things. What's one thing I could do next week? One thing I could focus on this quarter that would help me be a little more efficient. Could be cutting out some things. Could be adding something. But think about what you want to do and figure out, well, how, do I need, how am I going to do that? You immediately start feeling better about 2022 and all the business that's available to you. We're here to help you with that. As you go through this list, if there's something um, you need help with or want to talk about, come see the three of us. Some of the things we're doing will we'll already help with this. Some of the changes we're making here on the back end that we'll talk about later with our accounting and with DocuSign. We've got to keep working on being more efficient, not quickly moving through things, achieving the maximum productivity with minimum wasted effort or expense. You'll all have high standards which you operate your business, but if you can save a little bit of time or spend less time doing the same things you did, you'll get a greater return on the time you invested and you'll have more time to do those things that renew you and your business and give you the reprieve you sometimes need from everything else going on. 2022 is, is going to be emotionally stressful and I think and I'm, I'm a perfect example today. COVID is gonna cause more social harm probably then physical harm to people, right? Um, am I a fool for going out this evening wearing a mask? I don't think so, but I'm sure some people are going to wonder why at the Auburn basketball stadium I'm wearing a mask. And I'm thinking, why are these 15,000 people not wearing masks? We're yelling at Auburn, you know, we're close. That's how stuff spreads. So, Maybe so to be efficient with my thoughts about what I can really do about any of this, right? Focus on the things that you can do. Appreciate y'all being here this morning. And um, we're here to help you. you. Go through your list. If there's something you want to work on, we'll be happy to help you out with that. Next week, 
we're going to move into kind of some regular sales meeting topics. And uh, we're talking about um, and the actions to achieve your goals in 2022. So this is kind of a segue to that. So be thinking over the next week about efficiency. How can I be a little more efficient? Doesn't have to be a whole lot, y'all, just a little bit. I promise you, agents of other companies are not thinking that way. They're just thinking about how can I get a break? While y'all are leaning in thinking about how can I get better at doing this? That's where the real value is. People still need your help. They do. So if you're going to help them, you've got to figure out a way to be just a little more efficient at doing that. And I know you can do that. And we're going to be bringing in some ideas on how to do that. I appreciate y'all being here this morning. If you haven't introduced yourself to Roy, please do so. And if you haven't met Jordan, please introduce yourself to her as well. And appreciate y'all being here this morning. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.